This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the November 14th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Where do you weigh in on the optimist-pessimist question, if a glass is half full or half empty? I'm a half full guy. Why go through life being pissy? The half-assed engineer in me likes the response by engineers that they made the glass too full. Or the wine drinker's response that the glass is refillable. Anyway, I wandered down that rabbit hole in thinking about the midterm elections. That was an ass-kicking for Republicans. Yeah, they may still take the House, but my recent look says by only about two seats. Managing the House will be like herding cats with the conservative caucus holding out for what they want, which will give more power to the Democrats while Republicans get the blame. And in the Senate, Republicans lost a seat. No pickups. This was in a midterm election when the non-presidential party should have gains, particularly with Joe Biden as president and the policies he has pursued. But Republicans did not. Candidate quality was a big reason stated by many, though when compared to Democrat quality, I don't see that as much as others do. Think Fetterman and Oz. I do think in a couple cases. Trump lurked in the background and some of his preferred candidates lurked in the foreground. That hurt. But let me be an optimist for a moment, or at least refill the wine glass. A few points. In the House elections, per real clear politics, 51.3 million folks voted Republican in the House races and 47.5 million voted Democrat. That is a difference of 4.7 million votes. 4.7 million more Republican votes, or about 4.6%. I do wonder if for some reason this isn't as a, big, as a big a deal as I think, but still, it looks good. Biden thinks he can run for re-election. It will be harder to make him go. So either old Joe will run, or a bit of a civil war will be needed to get him not to run. There is going to be a civil war in the Republican primaries, and that is whether Trump runs or not. Pretty clear why if Trump runs, but if he does not run, he will weigh in and confuse things. But the good news is that Trump's brand was diminished in this election with the candidates he supported. Further, Trump is prematurely picking fights with Governors DeSantis and Youngkin, which I think is freeing others to come out against Trump. In a crowded field, Trump could still win, but if the Trump alternative could emerge early, then I think he either could lose the primary or praise be declined to run. I assume the message of the others will be Trump had a lot of good policies, but we need less crazy behavior. I think liberals have been pushing batshit crazy policies. They, with good reason, think they won this election, which makes them less likely to abandon their batshit crazy policies. That will make 2024 an interesting contest. Quick hitters. A Rasmussen poll found a year ago that 75% of Americans say there are only two genders. Really? Doesn't seem that way. Could folks please speak up? Joe Biden met with Chinese leader Xi Jinping in an attempt to smooth out relations. Both seem to be singing that song. I really don't understand Bitcoin, but some young guy who ran a billion-dollar Bitcoin company seems to be in trouble. Maybe money is missing. Andrew McCarthy feels the odds are high that Trump will be indicted. One reason is because of Trump's recent actions means Trump is less likely to be the nominee. 
The reasoning is Biden would rather run against Trump, but if Trump won't be the nominee, then let's go ahead and indict him. Maybe that is the real world, but it feels icky to me. If you have the goods to indict him, then do it. Moving on. Friends tell me that the AP and NPR are neutral. Back in March, the AP had this headline. Quote, don't say gay bill signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. End quote. Nope, Bill did not say that. AP isn't neutral. They are repeating the mantra. I think of, I thought of this when reading the Jonathan Turley essay titled, quote, Are runoffs racist? The media coverage ignores the democratic purpose of runoffs. End quote. Some states require majorities in primaries or the general election. The idea, I think, is that if you don't, that a crowded field would result in electing someone the majority does not want. The origins of the runoff system may have had racist intentions because of fears that blacks would vote as a block, and so they devised a system where a majority would be needed. I'm against racist intentions, but am in favor of democracy. What got me in reading the article is that in a runoff between two black men, NPR and other news outlets seem to find a way to bring up race. Why can't we just have a race between the two men and fight it out on their ideas, their party's ideas, and yes, on the backgrounds of the two candidates? Also, the NPR folks felt there was not a need for the runoff since the Democratic candidate had one more percentage point than the Republican candidate. In my mind, there is no way the NPR folks would have made that comment if the Republican candidate were ahead by a percentage point. Why is our government subsidizing a biased, allegedly news network? A frequent listener shared the second-linked article from the Heritage Foundation by E.G. Antoni titled, quote, Demonizing Those Who Want to Fight Inflation, end quote. The piece is about a Democratic pundit, Matthew Dowd, who, quote, compared those who want to reduce inflation with Adolf Hitler, end quote. I think inflation is bad, so am I like Hitler? It is not just Dowd singing this song. Maybe it's like a brushback pitch in baseball. Keep conservatives off balance. I wish I was better at transcribing. The article did not have quotes of the actual words, so I was trying to get the uh, question from the MSNBC host and the answer written down. You can easily find a video where the MSNBC host seemed to think it was bad form and autocratic for Republicans to complain about inflation, and Dowd's answer involved comparing it to, Hitler, to the Nazis. The answer was contemptible. I think it was also wrong. Per the article, Germany just started printing money, making their money worthless. Prices doubled in an hour towards the end of this idiotic behavior. Per the article, in 1923, Germany created a new currency pegged to gold and, and inflation was taken care of. Hitler came to power about 10 years later, so the author says the two are not related. I can't read the article, but I see the New York Times has an opinion piece from 1993 titled, Hitler Didn't Ride to Power on Inflation. Just thought I would check and make sure I wasn't being schnuckered. A few thoughts on this discussion. The premise by Dowd and the host was wrong. It is garbage. It is being fed to ordinary Americans who may eat the garbage. If successful, it makes it difficult to fight inflation, which is hurting ordinary Americans. It is part of the idiotic extremist message being orchestrated from the White House by my president. 
Let's all call it bullshit. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.